Welcome to the Strange Academia podcast. This is your host, Nicolette Blaze, and I am here with yet another strange topic. So today's strange topic was kind of unplanned. I did not plan to make an episode about it. Well, I knew I was going to do it at some point, but I didn't know I was going to do it this soon. But I have seen it bothering a lot of people and playing a significant factor in a lot of people's lives. So I said I'm going to go ahead and talk about it so I can help as many people as possible and as quick as possible. So today's topic is inner child healing slash shadow work. Inner child healing slash shadow work. And what I love about Strange Academia is here we talk about topics that are explained differently through different religions, different cultures, and people who grew up differently, so people with different backgrounds. But here we combine them all in one and describe them in the simplest way possible. So this should be wonderful for a lot of people who maybe don't practice a certain religion or just want to learn about the topic without having to learn about, you know, all the different woo-woos behind all these different topics. So essentially, inner child healing slash shadow work is really just looking at the patterns that you are repeating in your life and finding out why you are repeating them. And it's digging deep because a lot of people call it inner child healing because you have to go back to your childhood or go back to as far as where these patterns first started. Now, from a psychological standpoint, a lot of people call it trauma healing, healing your trauma. And I sometimes call it trauma healing too. But the thing that's kind of controversial when it comes to calling it trauma healing is a lot of people don't identify certain things as trauma because in a way it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's subjective, but some people don't define some things as trauma while other people do. I personally think anything has the ability to be traumatic. We shouldn't put a cap on people's experiences. If it traumatized you yes it is trauma it doesn't matter what it was if a butterfly really scared the shit out of you and you're traumatized yes I agree you are traumatized if you say you are traumatized you are traumatized it is not up to society to decide what traumatized you and what didn't it is up to you to decide and it is up to you to say I am going to heal from this experience nobody gets to decide if you were traumatized or not so as I mentioned It can be called shadow work, inner child healing, or trauma healing. And recently, especially within the spiritual community, it has gained a lot of popularity, which I am very happy about. But there are a few misconceptions about the topic. So a lot of people make it seem like you can only do inner child healing or shadow work with a spiritual teacher and it's something that can't be done on your own. This is far from true. It can be done on your own and do not let anybody tell you you can't do it on your own. While I know some people in psychology say you should get certified help for certain traumas, all up to different beliefs. My belief personally, when it comes to the term people call inner child healing and shadow work, is that you can heal it on your own. I'm going to list a couple of ways that you can do inner child healing and shadow work and trauma healing on your own without the help of others. But if you'd like to include others, definitely do it, do whatever is best for you. The first step in shadow work or inner child healing is 
identifying what needs to be healed and like I said some people think you need help and then a lot of people say oh it's not possible it's gonna take forever no that is not the case you know we are constantly having wounds open up and we are constantly healing them you know it's just a forever going process you are constantly going through things you are constantly healing from them so don't think it'll take too long to heal no it won't just go for it just start because the sooner you start the sooner you heal it the sooner you get over it the sooner you can move forward that's what I like to say it is something that can be achieved but the first step in it is taking a look at your patterns taking a look at the patterns you are repeating or the patterns that are happening around you taking a look at these patterns is not always easy you know because we're so busy throughout the day sometimes between lunch and breakfast we don't have time to stare off into space I know I don't cause my boss would ask me what the fuck I was doing but that's why we have things such as meditation and journaling so that we can really dig deep and say what happened today what emotions did I go through why did I feel those emotions that's like the most basic form of shadow work that you can do now inner child healing comes in when you don't just say what happened today but you say what happened today and what happened today in what way does that have to do with my past how can my past have played a role in what occurred today that's when you start doing inner child healing and I know it's not always easy to ask these questions or to even know questions that will help you out the most that's why like I create journal prompts for the people I work with when they are doing inner child healing and shadow work I'll dish out a few to you guys right now one I like to use is what brought you the most joy as a kid what brought you the most joy as a kid because I found that has a big role on how happy people are with their careers the things they're choosing to do and a lot of people who do this inner child healing the stuff that brought them joy as a kid they are currently not doing and it plays a huge factor in their happiness their work-life balance and they often find that they have to bring that childhood memory and that childhood fun back now another question I like to dish out at people when they are doing inner child healing is who was present during your biggest accomplishments or was anybody present at all now I found the presence of somebody has a lot to do with how happy you are at your accomplishments now and whether those people are still there has a big significant role in how happy you are and how you view yourself when you do accomplish something like a lot of people dust it under the rug because the people who are present when they did it then are not present now there's some people who never had anyone present and they learned to be happy for themselves when they accomplish things while others who had no one who was present was always sad because they had no one to congratulate them so they never realized what they were doing and they were never truly happy like this person could have been doing things that changed the world but they didn't even realize it because they never had anyone there to say pat on the back and they weren't the type of person to do that for themselves so that question has always been helpful especially career-wise and a third question I like to ask this one is more linked to the shadow work that I ask people to journal on is what experience during your childhood evoked the most emotion now it can be a happy or a sad experience personally I don't think it matters but 
it does play a significant role in how you experience emotions today. Someone's most significant memory like that evoked the most emotion was one of their happy memories and this happy memory was it was such a big memory for them like when they first rode their bike and the reason it was very significant was because the parent that was there was the parent they always wanted to be there for them and they were there in that moment so they always remembered it but that parent later on left and was gone like they were gone prior to when they accomplished that victory of riding their bike and so it kind of always hurt like their happiest emotion was later masked by sadness and that's all they could remember being happy and then having that happiness taken away from them and it still hurt them to this day they didn't believe they could be happy and just have their happiness last forever. So they were always in a bad mindset. They're like, this is going good, but guess what? I know later it won't be. Mm -mm, no, my life doesn't work like that. Later it won't be good. And they had that mindset. So they went through life, you know, really not allowing good things to happen to them because they had the belief that good things couldn't happen to them. They were always going to be backed by something bad. And that's why inner child healing and shadow work is so important. Because these patterns that you are repeating have significant roles on your life, whether you know it or not. And with the healing, you better your life and you also better your emotional being it's very important for your emotional being. Like I know some people who can go without it, who maybe didn't have significant things happen with their shadow selves, or maybe their selves in their teens or 20s. Some people didn't have significant things happen with their inner child. So, you know, their childhood. So they think they're fine, but then there's some people who are like, no, I have to do this healing or I'm not gonna be happy. Personally, I'm one of those people. If I don't do that inner child healing, I'm gonna be miserable. Most likely because I had so much crap happen in my past. So I kind of had like no other choice but to do it. But even those people who aren't forced to do it, I say if you're one of those people, still do it. Because the change that it will make in your life will be significant. It's going to be huge. You're going to be like, whoa, whoa, doors are opening. Hold up, hold up, whoa, I wasn't ready. Now you're not, you might not say those words exactly, but you'll say something very close. Trust me trust me like if only you could see the look on my face right now trust me so another way to identify when inner child healing needs to be taken place especially I've noticed with a lot of women not saying that this isn't relevant to men it is relevant to men as well so I noticed a lot of people have certain nudges not to do something and it's something they think regular adult them should be doing or they think they should be okay with it like I was working with someone and she didn't like sexual contact or being sexually touched by someone. She's like, I should be okay with this. Why am I not okay with this? Like, it got to the point where it angered her. So she said, I have to come and talk to you about it. She was talking to me about it. And I'm like, it angers you? Like, I asked her to explain everything. She's like, yeah. So I said, okay, it's time for some inner child healing. Like, it has to be a reason you feel this way. Even though, you know, certain people, they just don't like to be touched. Like, it doesn't always have to be a reason. But with her, she felt like it was one. So, I gave her some journal prompts for her inner child healing. And it turned out she was touched and sexualized a lot as a kid. Although, she, 
she didn't consider herself to have been like molested or anything trigger warning i'm sorry this is a sensitive topic for some people you may sign out now if it is i understand but she didn't feel like she was being molested as a child but in reality she was even though it wasn't always physical physically directed towards her it was verbally and they like sexualized her body a lot adults did and so she didn't like it so when people came to touch her her adult self she didn't like it either her inner child didn't like it her adult self didn't like it and she didn't like it because her inner child was saying i don't like this i don't like it and there's a reason i don't like it let's find out why so pay attention to those nudges you have if deep down inside you feel you don't like something or something doesn't sit right with you look within now sometimes it could be your intuition telling you not to get into a crazy or stupid situation my intuition has to warn me a lot of times but sometimes it's your inner child and there's something you need to work on or heal so your inner child can be preventing you from dealing with something or further damaging yourself or causing any further trauma so you know let's all thank our inner childs as well as our intuition for always being there to guide us and that's basically all i have to say for today's episode of course there is more i can say about inner child healing and shadow work and trauma healing but i'll say that in a later episode have a wonderful day Nicolette Blaze of Strange Academia Podcast signing out. Bye. Yay!